0: Ho, ho, hello, and welcome to SMPD, the podcast where we look back at the cartoons that shaped our childhood. I am Chris Bolton, with me, as always, my festive friend, Mr. Mark Williams. Merry Christmas. Uh, Yeah, and in case that didn't all give it away, it is that time of year again, listeners. It's our festive special, our third SMPD, I think?
1: Uh, Possibly, although the um, the first one didn't get released until quite a bit later, so uh, technically it might be our second.
0: Oh, okay. So we never did. Do it. I, th- I think He-Man, she rod did see the light of day. Eventually. It did eventually. It?
1: Yeah. I um. I just don't know why it didn't get released. But uh, when we were shifting servers last year, uh, last summer, I found it. The infamous
0: lost episode, infamous to us at least. Yeah. Um. But yeah. I nevertheless. Really fucking was... knew about it. <laughs> yeah. It is the third time that we've sat down to record a Christmas special, and you know, last year, um, there was no question for me when I knew these Christmas specials were going to be a thing. I was like, right, we we have to do the Grinch. It's it's the cartoon that I watch every Christmas. It means the most yeah. to me. Um, and as soon as we'd finished it, uh, Mark brought this one up and said, you know, we should do Merry Christmas Charlie Brown or a Charlie Brown Christmas or however you want to call it. I think yeah. it's actually officially called a Charlie Brown Christmas, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's um, part
1: of. Um, I because I haven't seen this in fucking donkey's years, and I was looking for it on um, on Prime and Netflix and everywhere else, and I found it on Prime. And oh, sorry, I found it on Amazon, not on Prime. And it was like two forty nine for this as a standalone or a princely nine quid for all of the holiday stuff. There's like six episodes, six holiday specials. £2.50? Yeah. Bargain. How did I miss that? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was, I was quite pleased with that. So I picked I picked up all the holidays. So there's a Thanksgiving one. There's an Halloween one. There's a Christmas one. There's a, something else. There's like a New Year one. And, yeah, so I was like, no, six episodes and nine quid. I'll do that. I'm quite happy with that. So, yeah, so I, yeah, I was quite happy to do that. And as soon as I put this on, I, was, I haven't seen this thing in probably fucking 20 years, if not longer. And boy, did it come flooding back.
0: Yeah, and no, I see, I don't have too much of a nostalgic childhood connection to this one. I remember watching it a lot. Um, coincidentally, I actually remember it being on more or less either immediately before or immediately after the grinch um back in those early days when yeah. i would be watching tv on christmas morning at 5:30 a.m. and bbc would be showing cartoons um but i i kind of as a kid at least and i think this is true of peanuts in general um as a kid it kind of didn't speak to me a- aside from obviously snoopy everybody loves snoopy How um, I love snoopy yeah well yeah but, but peanuts didn't speak to me that much and i did come to this as i was older um with a, a slight element of nostalgia in as much as i remember that i had watched it as a child um and so yeah i i can't say that it, it you know I, I had the experience of everything coming flooding back because i i do remember it you know coming to it as as an older person um i i don't watch it every year um in fact i haven't seen it for maybe five years or so now, but I certainly have watched it um, quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and, and I do have quite a lot of love for it as well. It just wasn't the, the first thing I thought of with with Christmas specials um, as, as it was with you. So, but nevertheless, quite happy to go back and revisit it and, um, in re-watching it this time, it's, if anything, even better than I remember it being from the last time I watched it. Um, And, you know, the last time I watched it, I remember it being excellent, so.
1: Yeah, I was the same. I mean, like, for me, this was, um, let's say, the first, when no, we talked about, when we first started doing this show, we talked about Christmas was The first one for me was Iman Shira, which was the first one we did, and then subsequently *Lost*, um, And, like, the Grinch was for you. And then this was the next one in line for me, because this is another one that we fucking taped off TV and watched it ad nauseum throughout the year every year. It was not, It's not a case that we'd only watch it at Christmas. It was, you know, we got 20 minutes ago, let's check Charlie Brown on. Um, and I think we had this and um, Happy New Year, Charlie Brown, because um, they were on, obviously the they were on over Christmas. And we just kind of used to rotate through those between like Star Wars and Jason and the Argonauts and stuff. So it was one of the things that we watched quite a lot. And then as we got older, we sort of moved on to different things. And it, it had been a long time, as we're talking 20 plus years since I'd watched this um and then wow. when i when i um when we talked about it i went looking for it and i was like yeah oh, yeah well no, i don't mind picking it up and you know, if, it, if it's not too expensive and i saw it, and i was like you know what i can i can buy it as a one-off for two more fifty, or i can just buy the whole set for nine quid um, that's a bargain and i was really happy with that
0: yeah that that, that is a bargain um as i say peanuts is something I, i've i've come to love and appreciate more as i'm older yeah. um and definitely you know watching this now nine quid for a collection of them is is an absolute bargain but look it, it is out there listeners before we go any any further into this as we always say go and buy it it is out there even at £2.50 just for yes. this it's it's like 20 minutes long so you know
1: I mean, it's less than you spend on a cup of coffee you know you, yeah
0: and it'll yeah. take you like 20 minutes to watch and it's a, a great 20 minutes it is even as somebody that's watched it many, many times now, as I say, um, coming back to it this time, still made me laugh. And, yeah. and, like, real, genuine, hearty laughter from this as well. This isn't, you know, this isn't the odd chuckle or, or the sort of eye roll at, at some goofball stuff. This is yeah. genuinely
1: funny. Like, it's still smart, still witty. It is, um, but, I mean, it it's, it's, has a place as well. I mean, it talks... Um, it's a... It, tackles aspects which at the time would have just been a little bit sad and a little bit um a little bit off the wall you now talking about you not know, being depressed around christmas and stuff like that i mean that's that's a big thing now i mean you know, yeah, people are yeah. people sort of written are starting to recognize or have over the last sort of decade started to recognize that actually you know, depression is a thing that affects people from all walks of life it doesn't and anxiety and stress and all this sort of stuff that for generations previous to ours. i mean like i know my parents for example it's you not know, um, if you suddenly no, say you're stressed, oh, don't be so fucking stupid. you yeah. oh, no, I, I, I no, I'm, I, I'm really low. I'm depressed. I'm down. Oh, sort yourself out. You'll be fine. And it's not, it's there's a generational thing which didn't really understand that, and to a point now where anybody of of our generation or younger, when they talk about being depressed or stressed or anxious or all the rest of it, the older generation is what what are they going to be stressed about? They, everything's fine. They're just they're just being you know, melodramatic or whatever else. And there's you no know, the understanding still isn't there for that generation. So this. I mean, given that this, I can't remember when this was made, it was in the... 1960-something. I was going to say it was, the, it was in the 60s. So, I mean, for for this to be looking at that sort of thing then, it's no, it's really quite remarkable. But, it, again, it deals with it in quite a sensitive way to a point. Um, it's quite deft. And then it moves on for it. does move on from it a little bit too quickly, I, I felt. But, I mean, that's... Some, you don't. I mean, want you got, to watch twenty, 20 minutes. minutes? Yeah. So yeah. who wants to watch twenty minutes? Somebody moping around. Yeah. Uh, it was yeah. nineteen sixty-five, by the way. Oh, there you go. I was going to say sixty-three. So I'm far out. Um, but yeah. So I mean, I mean, it's ahead of its time in that respect. But I mean, some of the other devices I talked about, it's, it's got fourth wall stuff. Um, there's got some quite meta jokes in there as well. And it's just no, the entire concept is way, way ahead of its time. Um, and it's people are still doing things now that um, they were doing in uh, in this. Uh, in this
0: show, well i mean as a as a story it's 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 tropey as all hell oh, and, God, and i don't believe is. and i and i don't believe for a second that the whole um, i don't get christmas is cuz its commercial angle originated here um but they they handle it quite well it is i mean thematically in that regard it's incredibly similar to the grinch actually yeah. um it it's just yeah it, it's it's the approach which is taken it certainly does uh, it, it's not afraid to look at, at depression, it's not afraid to look at the pressure and the commercial pressure that gets put on people at Christmas time, you know, and, and all of these things that we hear year after year now, as you say, it's not afraid to look at those, and it doesn't back away from it and make light of them
1: yeah.
0: um, as I say, it is it is sharp it is funny, it is witty, but at no point does it come off as patronising no. at no point does it does it come off as glib you know, it's it's somehow in inside of half an hour, 20, 25 minutes, whatever it is. I don't know the exact runtime, but it's, it's short.
1: Yeah, Inside that... Minutes, I
0: think. How long? They're 23 or something like that. Oh, there you go. Inside of that scant runtime, um, it manages to tell a complete story and, and, you know, people manage to go on emotional journeys and it's... <sighs> it's a fucking masterclass in television writing to be fair yeah, um, it you know it, it hits its commercial break i mean obviously if you if you watch it now the adverts are removed but the, the ad breaks are still very obviously in place. It hits all of its beats before it cuts the break, and it picks back yeah. up seamlessly afterwards. Um, it's masterful. There's no other word for it, it in its writing, it's masterful. And actually, in its animation, it's it's none too shabby either. It has a style, which I think many people will look at and, and think is cheap, and um, it's certainly not though. That is it's that not, is right. I mean, it's, right. it's, it's Android animation time. style, yeah, and it is it's, of its time and and the animation itself. And let's not. I think perhaps um, there's confusion um, when when people talk about animation as well, and maybe it's something that the people get confused about when I talk about it on this show as well. But when when I talk about how well or how poorly something is animated. I'm not referring to how well it's drawn or how fluid yeah. it is. That is not animation. Animation is is the art of, of movement and, and of portraying emotion through that movement, taking these still drawings and bringing them to life. And, it, and something can look incredibly crude but still be very well animated. And if you look at the dance sequences in this, yes. for instance – Every, you know, part of the thing with the Peanuts gang is each of them have a defining stereotypical characteristic. Yeah. So, you know, Charlie Brown is depressed. You know, Linus has his blanket. Pigpen's got all the, the flies and grime and everything. You know, every Lucy stands bright. You know, everybody's got their thing. Um, and when you see the kids all dancing, yes, it's constant repeated frames of animation. But in each of those frames, there's so much life and character that you understand exactly who every one of those even if the music wasn't to be running in the background and (laughs) look we'll talk about that theme i've no doubt um but even if the music wasn't running in the background you can look at those images in silence and understand those characters you know look at snoopy playing the guitar and joy on his face as he's rocking out and things
1: i mean even before that in the very first sequence where they're all skating you get it there as well i mean given that that would be such an easy thing to throw away but, the, again, the care that's gone into animating every single one of those characters uniquely. And, <coughs> excuse me, again, where no, Snoopy goes off on his own, and he's, he's skating around the pond, and then he comes back and all the rest of it. This, no, That would have been so easy just to sort of gloss over and do really cheaply, really quickly, really easily, and just move on. Because it doesn't really, no, it doesn't do anything for the story apart from set the fact it's in winter. You could have quite easily gone, oh, yeah, they're on the ice, fine, fuck it, let's move on, let's get a story started. But you get this whole sequence where, they're all skating, and Snoopy often off and does a bit of figure skating, and then you know, Charlie Brown comes down and joins them, and then there's a bit more, and there's no, um, they, all, they, they go off and skate together, and then he comes back and crashes into Linus and ends up in his, in his blanket and things like that. So they've, they've spent the time on a sequence that's entirely pointless, but it just adds to the effect and adds to the charm of the piece. But again, you look at the way, as I said, they're repeating the frames where they're all just skating around in little circles, but every individual person is doing something different. They're not yeah. just skate. they're not just moving around with their arms out and their feet moving. They, everybody is doing something in character.
0: Yeah, and that and that's animation. <coughs> you know, it, it's not when I talk about animation, I I, I literally, you know, and I'm, I'm aware that I specifically on this show talk a lot about repeated frames and whether people are animating on singles or doubles or whatever. And yes, that makes a difference to the fluidity and to the polish of a product. It absolutely does. Um, but that is polish. You know, the the actual animation here, the skill of the animator is is enacting with these drawings yeah. and this is just it's masterful at that as i say you you can turn off the volume and watch this and understand everything that's going on and i think yeah. that is really key if you're looking at animation that is key if you can do that if you can extrapolate the story from the actions and the way people are moving then you know you're watching quality animation yeah for I mean, instance to... i mean to to, to take that to the nth degree and we're not talking about it here but just to sort of illustrate what i'm talking about if you if you go and look at any and of course i'm going to bang on it but go and look at any of the top tier disney animations and you'll see exactly when I mean, we go and watch the lion king with the volume off yeah for instance and watch the way every character moves and reacts to the others, uh, and watch the the minutia of those animals' movements. You know the way if Simba's going to pounce, he doesn't just move forward quickly. He crouches down low and his butt wiggles, and then he pounces forward just like a real cat would. Yeah. And you understand the character as part of that. So they're the masters of it. So if you you know to to understand that more, just just go and do that. Turn the sound off and watch those. And you can do that here. And this is nineteen sixty five. On yeah. a fucking made for T V special.
1: Yeah, and I in all fairness, you you can as well because I mean that there, there is a lot of um or um to camera stuff, there's a lot of um a lot of facial work. Um but the, even um as they go through and they're you know they're they're planning this play and um Charlie Brown fucks something up and they come back, and they're all telling him how useless he is and how pathetic he is and how rubbish he is. And you can just see him his whole manner just sort of deflating and deflating and deflating, to so the point where he's back where he started. You now we we start with him being depressed and they, you know they they get him involved in their christmas play which just seems like a really fucking bad idea anyway um but then he you know he gets really into it and he starts enjoying it he starts getting something out of it and then something goes wrong and immediately they round on him but you don't need the sound effect. you just all you have to do is look at their their faces as they're berating him and laughing at him and his face his face and his body as he just sort of deflates and yeah you could watch it without, without the sound and know exactly what was going on um, yeah. quite easily and I, again it's it's as i say it's it's an art form in itself, which is very much overlooked um, and very it much unappreciated. Really I mean, animation, you no, know, uh, TV animation, especially. It's, it's the so it's the uh, redheaded stepchild. You no, know, nobody wants to acknowledge it. Or certainly in this period, nobody wants to acknowledge it. If you weren't doing you no know, big you know, Disney features, it wasn't worth doing it. Um, so, you no, know, the fact that the the amount of effort went into this um, and it works so well, and it still works forty plus years on. Yeah. No, it's absolutely a, it's a huge uh, testament to it
0: yeah it really is and and you know it's it's interesting actually when when we talk about that and how it's kind of the red headed stepchild and it's a tv special and stuff um aside from disney um the the next instant the very next instance of of sort of almost perfect animation that i could think of um like that where you could turn the sound off is is to go back to last year and and the grinch you know, and to see him sneaking around the the Christmas tree when actually all you've got is is a song. You know, there's yeah. no diegetic audio or anything there. There's just a, it's essentially a music video. You understand what's going on, and um, but even before that, when you you see him sort of looking down into Whoville and his sort of hair straightens and parts and things like that. Yeah, it's those little touches. And this, whilst it's not, whilst this isn't as surrealist as as the Grinch or, or as even as as any of the Disney animations. Um, you know, with their anthropomorphic animals. I mean, yes, Snoopy's more intelligent than your average dog, but he is still very much a dog. Yeah. Um, and, and so whilst this doesn't have that kind of surrealist aspect to draw on, they, they absolutely just nail every one of these characters with just the minutiae of their movements and their facial expressions. Yeah. Um, And then of course the, the voice talent just adds a layer to that. You know, it's not to say the voice cast are bad because they certainly aren't, um, I just feel like this is really driven by the writing and the animation. Um and, and the voice work and the gags are actually
1: the icing on the cake. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think that's fair. Um that's no, I mean that's not as you say, that's not to say that the um the voice work and the, the uh the dialogue is bad because I quite liked a lot of the jokes, you know, they were Oh the the dialogue's fucking hilarious. I mean, we we talk we talk on not just on this show but on all of our shows, um, pretty much. About how dialogue has an effect, and how sometimes really bad dialogue pulls you out and really sort of detracts from what you're doing. On something this short, it would be very easy to to lose that. And I mean, um, if you look at the um, the Lego Marvel stuff that's out now, it's on Netflix, and there's Lego like, you know, a 20 minute thing of Guardians of the Galaxy, a 20 minute thing of Iron Man, a 20 minute thing of Spider Man or Avengers, and they're now they're written in no, very much the same way. So it's a one and done episode um but very much the dialogue really does spoil it a lot of the time um because but
0: it's just in service of plot
1: isn't it yeah that's it there's, there's no nuance to it there's no subtlety to it and i think the 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 benefit here is that there's because there's no massive sweeping story whereby you know you have to hit every beat and you can't have any wasted energy this isn't af- no this um Charlie Brown Christmas isn't afraid to just amble along it you know gets you from A to B. It might take you a minute instead of twenty seconds, but you don't mind because you know you're you're interacting with these you know with this character and you, you know you're going through this process with them. So if they've got to walk from the house to the river or to the lake where they're all skating, and they're having a little chat on the way, the chat's about nothing in particular, but they're still having it. So you're following that, and it's just it's it's, it's a gentler pace, but because the dialogue is good, and it really does reflect the characters, and the, you know you, you're happy to engage those characters you don't mind so much. Whereas like this, I think we had the um, Lego guardians of the galaxy um, thing on yesterday. It's 20 minutes, but it's now 18 minutes. That is exposition and action. Yeah. And you should like, right. Okay. Well, I don't really care.
0: Yeah. This is much more character driven than, yeah. than story driven. And it's, it's kind of, even though this is the sixties and it's before kind of, we, we hadn't even hit the kind of first wave of indie auteurs in cinema in the seventies yet, but it, yeah. It's very much like a it's an animated indie movie. Um, yeah. it, it's very much going to take its time getting wherever it wants to go. and it's got something to say. It's not it's not a straightforward a to b story. There is that in there, there has to be in everything. Yeah. Um, and you know, for more on that, listen to us complain when it's not there in in our other podcasts like Game of Moans and Better than Mario. But yeah, you know there always there always has to be an element of structured story. To anything, if it's going to work successfully, but but it does take a back seat here. Having said that, whenever they need to, they stick those beats, they certainly stick the landing. Yeah. Um, and there's, I think, you know, when, when we talk about how it ambles along and, and the importance of the dialogue as well, I think we really do have to dive into like the, the way these characters are written as well, because there's a kind of weird off kilter kind of bizarro universe that these these kids live in when they talk in that these these kids they talk like adults but they say childish things in adult ways
1: if that makes yeah. sense as, and so they it's, will... like, it's like they talk like older kids that's a sort of um mid-teens well, as opposed yes, to the kids yes, they're supposed to be um...
0: navel-gazing and introspective but then you know, and they, they'll use language that the children of their age certainly shouldn't use. But then, you know, by, by the same token, they'll have the discussion. One of my favorite sequences in this episode, and it, it makes me laugh every time, um, is there's a sequence between uh, Schroeder and I believe it's Lucy um, mm. talking about uh, the music. And Schroeder yeah. wants to play Beethoven. Yes. Um, And Lucy says, well, he, he, why does everybody like Beethoven? You, you know, he can't be that famous. He's not even on a baseball card. Yeah. And it, you know, the the gag will soar straight over the head of most kids, yeah. but that is that is a childish thing to say. That is a kid's thought process. Yeah. He can't and be famous. He's not on a card. Yeah. That is, you know, because the kids, that's it, you know? They, they know famous people because they see them on TV or read about them in comics or see them on cards. They don't yeah. know, you know, famous historical composers.
1: That's that's right, and then I mean that that sequence. I mean, I, I really like that sequence because well, you have that bit, and then they start talking about she wants to play Jingle Bells, and he yes. plays. it, and "No, not that Jingle Bells," and he plays it in a different key. And no, not that Jingle Bells, and he plays it one fingered at like the top of the at the top of the scale. Yeah, that's it. And you just get the impression he's playing it one finger. On the other hand, he's flipping her off. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean the the whole sequence. Then you get those. It picks up again. He starts playing something a bit more lively. Snoopy's on top of the piano dancing. And then they stop, Snoopy character. And I, I, I actually thought right, I was, I was watching it in work, and all the sound just stopped. And I thought my headphones had died. Yeah. Um, no, because it was, it was just like it was just like oh, so i I paused it, went back ten seconds, and it was playing again. And it cut out. I thought it was a glitch. And I thought, oh fuck, right, here we go. And then it, as soon as Snoopy fucked off, they started again. I thought, like, oh right, okay, that's the joke, and I'd forgotten about that. Um, yeah. But yeah, that I mean, that whole sequence is brilliant. Um but one of the things that I mean, you said certainly with the kids, um, let's say they 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 see they're written as slightly older than they are. One thing that is very much that they're all written as individuals as well. So I mean, you've always got, um, I mean, um, you've got um, Charlie Brown's always very miserable and Linus is very childish and you know, he wants to sort of stick with his with his thumb sucking his thumb and his and his blankie and all the rest of it. You've got um, Pig Pen who you know who embraces the fat He's a scruffy little shit. Um, he doesn't care, and somebody said, somebody said you are a mess.
0: knew a pig pen. That's the beauty oh, of that God, character. Yeah. Like the yeah, others, we we might know people that are like uh, them. You yeah, know, I knew know people pen. who's a little. Everybody knows somebody who's a little bit Charlie Brown. Certainly, yeah. everyone knows a Lucy. Um, but but those characters seem like extremes. Whereas I think, without a shadow of doubt, if we all took a second and thought about it right now, yeah, we all had, had a pig one. pen in our school.
1: Yeah, it, every every year in every school had one. There was always that one kid. Who was
0: an absolutely lovely kid? Yeah, like absolutely lovely kid, just dirty as all hell. Yeah, like just filthy, absolutely filthy.
1: Yeah, I'm and, not gonna name check him, but
0: I can remember mine quite vividly. Yes, yeah, so can I. So can I. I, and I see him every time I see Pigpen. Yeah,
1: you know, and um, we all knew. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's that's absolutely spot on. Um, <coughs> excuse me, um, but yeah, it's it's one of those that I mean, I I quite liked. There was a bit where. Um, Lucy's uh, um, handing out scripts, and then she goes off and does something else. And then she's she's looking for validation, so she says, "Charlie Brown, we need a queen. Queen should be beautiful. Do we know anyone who's beautiful?" And she's waiting for that sort of instant response, that validation. And again, it's the sort of thing the kids do. I mean, I see it a lot with um, number two constantly he's um when he's playing with his toys that he's having to tell me that they love him he's always going up you no know, he always wants people to say that you no know, they love him or they like him or give him cuddles and stuff like that because that's what kids do they 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 want the affection the attention but also the validation that thing of actually i'm here i want somebody to think i'm worthwhile yeah so i have to you no know, i have to offer something so in Lucy's case it's don't you think i'm beautiful because i want to hear somebody tell me something that i already think but because it will please me and it will it will placate that part of my my ego that hasn't quite developed yet. And again, I think we all know one of those as well, but it's, it's very definitely something that kids do a lot of. We, we all have one of those inside us. I think oh, that would shadow for doubt, <laughs> you know, it's, it's just, that's a we, fundamental element
0: them. of the human psyche right there. I think, um, just, just writ large. Like I say, you know, we, in some cases we see these characters and we know people who have aspects of them. And, and Lucy is one of those. We all know a Lucy definitely, but she's mm. turned up to 11, Yeah, you know? Um, so, yeah, you, you do. And and mentioning the, the script there, as, as you did as well, that's that pays off again to what I think is, is the absolute best, best part of the whole episode. Um, not necessarily the funniest, but certainly the best, especially when we talk about the quality of the writing. You know, you have this beautiful seeded gag earlier on where she's giving the scripts out and she approaches Linus and, and asks him to memorize his pages yeah and and he the poor kid has a near panic attack (laughs) over the amount of stuff that he he has to remember he's like i'm never going to do it i'll never remember all this there's no chance i won't do it and then when we get right to the end and we get the payoff and we get the big revelation moment where everybody needs to feel the spirit of christmas it's violinus who suddenly just steps out onto stage and recites the entire christmas story yeah um it's just wonderful if that doesn't get you right in the feels every time you watch it then there is no hope for you and this you know
1: this episode certainly isn't for you because no that's
0: right i mean that doesn't get you nothing
1: will yeah i mean you know me i'm somewhat grinchy sometimes um doing better this year i think but you know that remains to be seen um but yeah it's, it's one of those again you kind of because of the way charlie brown set up all the way through he doesn't he kind of doesn't get Christmas. He doesn't see the point in it. He, he, he like no. He says himself, "I like getting presents and doing cards and shit." I just don't see the whole spirit of Christmas thing. And again, we all get like that sometimes. And I think that it's very easy, especially I mean, nowadays, where I mean, this was I said four, four more than forty years. I think it's probably more, more than fifty, years, isn't it? For sixty-five. So I mean, yeah. th- this is a, a very old show. But again, it speaks to a lot of what's no, a lot of being said and lot of what's being felt at the moment. I mean, the number of people I've seen. Recently, saying, "Oh, don't buy me anything for Christmas. Give money to this charity, or you know, instead of buy, you know, instead of giving money, donate to this, or buy these cards from these people because it goes to charity and all that sort of stuff." People are a bit more, uh, are feeling sort of the Christmas spirit a bit more and are being slightly less materialistic and a bit a little less commercial about things. Not so much me because I like stuff, but you know that's just me. Um, but yes, yeah, so, I mean, th- I mean, this kind of speaks for, and you sort of see Charlie Brown standing in the back, and um, see Linus goes on, you know, delivers this whole thing, and it t- tells the Christmas story, and. You just see Charlie Brown in the back, going, "Yeah, that's what it's about." I get it now, and again, you have that sort of moment, and no, it's a bit of a, no pun intended, a bit of a come to Jesus moment where you sort of you realise what you what you've missed from it, and I can certainly empathise with that quite a lot.
0: Yeah, definitely, and and again, you know, it's it's trope-y, you know, the character that that doesn't get Christmas and thinks it's crashed and commercialised and all of that, all of a sudden, manages to find the Christmas spirit, and then, of course, at the end, so do the rest of the kids. Yeah, um, but. There's something, this just does it in such a earnest way. Like, there, there isn't a lot of tension to get this story. It does just end up being schmaltzy. And even the yeah. Grinch is is guilty of that. You know, towards yeah. the end, even the Grinch gets schmaltzy where his heart grows and he, he carves the roast beast. You know, he's, it, it does get schmaltzy. And this never does. It always, like I said, the, the moment here comes because Linus has worked fucking hard. And manage to remember his lines because it's important because it's the meaning of Christmas. Yeah. You know, and the kids decorate that tree because actually, well, it's not such a bad Christmas tree. Well, yeah. You know? yeah.
1: I mean, I, I love the bit the, where they go to the Christmas tree lot as well and they're knocking on the all and they get these metallic sounds. And then you get this crappy little sapling and they go, I didn't know they made wooden trees. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> it's just <laughs> stupid shit like that that just makes me love this. Yeah, but there's that whole gag about that as well, isn't there, where Lucy saying, go and get the biggest aluminium tree you can possibly get. Yeah. It's got to be silver. It's got to be shiny. And everything yeah. that we think about as being fake and commercial about Christmas, you know, I've never had a real Christmas tree. I've always had fake Christmas trees. Yeah, same here. Um, but there's just something associated with that, isn't there? About the smell of the pine and the fact that it's a wooden tree and the going um, out and selecting it yourself. Mine smells like pine.
1: I bought it for twenty quid from Cascos.
0: Yeah, but well, mine doesn't. Mine mostly just sits in the corner and attracts cats. But oh, yeah. you know, it doesn't mine do anything fancy.
1: Children.
0: Yeah. Um but it, it you know, there is something about that. And so even though it's this weedy little Pathetic tree, the fact that it's a real tree and Charlie Brown's gone out and found that tree and he's chosen that tree. Yeah. There's something about it. It's a special tree to him. And so when the kids realize that and decorate it up and it somehow miraculously transforms in what is the only time I think in the whole episode they ask us to suspend disbelief, really. Yeah. Um, it just, it doesn't at all feel schmaltzy. It just feels about right. The kids realize they've been assholes as yeah. kids do. Kids are assholes
1: constantly. Yeah, but, but they then they feel, also shrug it off constantly. They they do. I mean, we um we had an incident recently where I can't remember what happened, but the kids had argued, and number one had ended up shouting at number two, and number one was in tears because she shouted. Yeah, he didn't give two fucks. Yeah, but she was but upset that she might have upset she, him. Yeah, and and that's kind of how they because that's that's kind of how they work is that now they're like, oh, I know that I shouldn't have done that. I know that was bad. I regret that, and I need to make amends for that. Yeah, and yeah, it's it, it's an amazing thing, and you don't get adults doing that, certainly not as quickly. It's um, just because kids are just these tiny, mini, little balls of stupid emotion,
0: aren't they? They don't. Well, yeah, that, it.
1: that's it. And I mean, I think you, you know, know, there's they, nothing
0: connected there yet. They're just emotion.
1: That's what they yeah, are. That, that's it. And I think as well, I mean, because their their frame of reference is that much shorter and that much smaller. Like with them in in kid time, an argument the last two minutes is like the end of the world,
0: yeah. but two
1: minutes later everybody's friends again yeah whereas with adults i mean this shit goes on for years
0: Ah, uh, yeah i mean there's people i fell out with 15 years ago i still don't speak to
1: yeah, you know, same, yeah. that's that's what you say being an adult
0: we're we're stupid and
1: we bear grudges whereas children don't um, yeah that, that's it or if they, if they do then they kind of put them aside and go well you know what yeah you might you might have been a dick and you might have upset me but i've got nobody to play with it, so fuck it
0: yeah, and, and ultimately,
1: I want a Christmas tree, so yeah. weedy or not, I'll take yours. Yeah, because um, a tree is a tree, and without it, we haven't got one.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think the only exception to the to the rule is that Snoopy is a genuine arsehole. Um, oh, yeah, Snoopy's a complete dick. <laughs> he is, and I think that's kind of why we all love him so much. Um, but he he takes absolute pleasure in the suffering of others. Yes. Um, laughs at it uh, constantly. Um, yeah, Snoopy's just a complete dick. <laughs> yeah,
1: and, and, and again, I think I think in one of the um, the Fourth War gags, um, the other sorts of these straight to camera gags, Charlie Brown calls him out on it. He calls it oh, man's best friend, indeed, or whatever yeah. it is. Now, I mean, if he was now with a man's best friend, in my ass. But you know, it's it's that it's that sort of, oh right, yeah, okay, that's that's what I'm putting it up with. Um, and yeah, he's, again, he's the only one who calls him out on it, but Snoopy doesn't care. He's just yeah, whatever. Yeah, doesn't
0: give a shit. Um, it's the whole thing. You kind of you've hit on something for me there when you said sort of now it would be old man's breast friend my ass and, and the whole thing in watching it this time um and it might be the way that it's animated and it, it might be that it's children as well but it it certainly does feel like the kind of u rated 40 year old prototype of south Park to me yes yes yeah. you know it's it's every bit as well written as South Park is it? if not better um and and yes the kids aren't walking on effing and jeffin but again, that's a product of the time, isn't it? But that's a product of its time, yeah. In terms of the characterization and and you know, just to go to bat for it here, I think South Park is is easily one of the most intelligent oh, and God, yes. best written shows in the last twenty years of TV. Like it's the, the characterization on that show just as you know, is, is rife. Yes, there are stereotypes. But there are very knowing stereotypes, and oh, yeah. they always manage to get underneath the skin of those characters eventually as well. well if they well, that's it.
1: Long I mean, yeah. I mean, they. The fact, no, they. You have these stereotypes, but they take the piss out of them. So, not the fact they call the only black kid token. Yes. And And you know, they, um, they have the um, the the Asian uh, the Asian guy who runs the Chinese restaurant. You know, he deliver. You know, they, he deliberately can't pronounce things in public, but then when he's when there's nobody there, he speaks properly he pronounces city as city instead of shitty and stuff like that because again it's just this knowing little nod that goes yes okay we know we know what we're doing we approve you know, we can appreciate the fact that this is bad but it's fu- it's funny because we are lampooning it rather than playing up to it yes um and and yeah it's, it's 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 a beautiful thing and i think that so i mean obviously this isn't a south park show and if, if one of those comes up later on we'll we can go, go into depth on that but yeah it's, it's again it's a very it's a very knowing thing um and you don't get that without shows like this, which which started off this, you know, the the fourth wall and you know, the, the the characterization. I mean, the, the the problem with cartoons you had generally at this period um, is that they were either one and done skits, or yeah. they were stuff like the Flintstones and the um, the Jetsons, um, whereby you didn't really get too much character. It was more about the situation and more about how they made the extreme past or the extreme future, kind of like now so you, the the situation was the character rather than the people, yeah, and and those did tend to rely
0: more on those kind of absurd sight gags and things that we yeah. said this this doesn't, you know, as I say, this is is much smarter in its writing yeah. and it's you know one episode of of peanuts is worth 20 flintstones yes um in my opinion it just so happens that we're looking at the Christmas one today which is one of the most fondly remembered ones and yeah. certainly one of my favorites um but yeah in in general I I think peanuts is stands way above all of those um it's yeah it, it it's on a pedestal to, to an extent I think I I don't think there's been too much sense that has come in terms of what it does anyway, that has come close to even touching
1: it. No, Um, I'm struggling to think. And I mean, not just the Christmas one, but I mean, peanuts in general, I'm trying to think of anything that comes close to us of the heart and the, um, the, um, the genuine nature of it, the authentic nature of it. I mean, everything, I mean, everything else you see, even the things that come across having a lot of heart, there's an element of disbelief to them There's an element of unreality to them yes whereby there's some, everything's a bit spectacular or right? everything relies on a gimmick and i mean you look at the, some of the, some of the films that we we like and some of the things that we've written and some of the things we put together it is very easy to look at them and go well yeah there's a story there but nothing actually happens yeah. it's a, like it's an everyday occurrence you know it's not martians blowing shit up and you have to save the world it's not no a quest for a holy grail it's no, it's somebody playing darts in a pub it's a story about people yeah. yeah and and that's what i think that's what this does really well it's a story about people but young people who weren't really that well represented at the time in, in yeah. media, and I think it's it's a it's a very big departure. I mean, you had kids comics, um, and that was kind of it. I and mean, kids comics, kids books, you didn't have a lot of kids TV, um, at the time. I think they would know a lot of the stuff was fairly pandering and fairly um fairly patronising, um, yeah. and. This is quite a welcome departure from that. So, I think that you look at stuff like this, and again, this kind of gives us an end to things that came in the next 10 15 years after this, whereby people are actually not kids, are people too. Kids deserve to have stuff that they can engage with, not just have it shoved down their throats. And yeah, I mean, this is something that it's a show about kids doing nothing, kids just being kids, and it works on that base level because it doesn't rely on gimmicks and traps to to hook them in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I i just don't know
0: what we could possibly say about this that won't sound gushing and, and and that won't almost cheapen everything else by comparison and it's it's odd because i can't say i'm a die-hard peanuts fan i think every time i watch it i love it and i realize instantly why i
1: love it mm. but, but it's not the first thing you pick out no yeah that's that's the same with me um and I think that, I mean, that we obviously we watch a lot of you know, old kids TV to do this show, and, and we you know, we watch some absolutely horrendous stuff to, you know, to for better than Mario. So you know, we, we we watch a lot of stuff, and I think that given the amount of time we don't have these days to get through stuff, because we we have so much to watch. But if I've got an afternoon free, okay, like I've just gone out and bought the, the Peanuts holiday specials, so I'll pro- probably watch those this week, especially because it's Christmas. Um, but if I've got an afternoon free, I'm probably not reaching for this. I'm probably reaching for Thundercats or Batman or yeah. something like that, because A, there's more of it. So it's just going to last me longer. But B, it's going to be more engaging because stuff happens in all of those. They're, they're episodic, but they're action-driven. And there's, a, there's an overarching narrative, whereas these are one-off stories which are just about kids being kids. And then, no, if you, I mean, if you compare it to something like The Goonies, whereby it's kids being kids but going on an adventure. This isn't going to catch your imagination in the same way to a point where you'll sit down for two, three hours and go, I'm watching Peanuts.
0: Yeah, and I mean, even to the extent I say this is like 20-some-odd minutes, whatever we said it was, 25, I still don't watch this every Christmas. I watch The Grinch every year without fail. Mm. I watch Nightmare Before Christmas multiple times over Christmas season without fail. Muppet's Christmas Carol without fail. I don't watch this every year. And now I probably won't watch it again for two or three years. I certainly will watch it again. You yeah. know, its time will come. It is in my holiday film canon. Mm. I will pull it out every now and again. Um, but it's not the instant go-to for me, even though it's that short. But then I also kind of feel like because because of the way this is structured and because that it is this story about kids being kids, and because the gags are actually quite important to my enjoyment of it. Uh, and I've and I mentioned how much I've laughed at it this time. Yeah. I think sometimes it just needs, this is something that needs to be absent for a little while to allow yeah, you definitely. to forget those gags a little bit. There are some you'll always remember, as I say, the Beethoven one sticks out in my mind. Yeah. Um, but you know, when I come back to it again
1: in two, three years time, I will have forgotten some of the other stuff. And so well, it yeah, be that's, funny uh... to me all over again. Yeah. I mean, that was it with me. I mean, I, I haven't seen this for fucking donkey's years. So putting it back on, to this, I'd forgotten the joke of Snoopy dancing on top of the piano, and then they stop playing. He carries on dancing looks like a bit of a tit. And then when he realizes what they've done, he just fucks off. And they start playing again. Um, I'd forgotten about that. I mean, it's such a throwaway thing. But then the gag about wooden trees. Yeah. It's always going to be funny. But if you hear it all the time, it's going to lose its appeal. So by going away for a little bit, I mean, I'm, I'm probably not going to leave it 20 plus years before I watch it again. I've got to be honest. Um, especially I'm just paid for it. But um, yeah, it's what it's one of those that you can quite easily pick up every couple of years, and it's no, we're not going to your enjoyment the fact you've seen it relatively recently.
0: Yeah, I,
1: I think that's right, and and I think
0: that's where it needs to live for most people. But if you haven't seen it yet, then absolutely go out and watch it this Christmas. Oh God, yeah, absolutely without without shadow of a doubt. Um, and yeah, if and you haven't like seen for a long time, too, yeah, if it's two fifty.
1: You know, it's it's, it's two fifty. It's, it's less than a pint or a cup of coffee. You know, just got grab it grab it it's a good time and yeah i mean no it's it's not going to you're not going to regret it fuck it's worth 250 for the music and
0: the dance sequence alone yeah that I, and, and i'll make no apologies to anybody that buys it that hasn't heard the theme yet i guarantee you have heard it you just don't know it's from this yeah um it'll be in your head all fucking season i yes. i rewatched this on saturday i haven't stopped i mean i i this is one of those tunes that generally gets stuck in my head anyway, and out of nowhere, I will find myself wandering around singing this theme. Yeah. Um, having had it implanted there on Saturday, I've been wandering around all of yesterday, all of today, just humming this fucking thing. I'm I'm surprised I haven't broke out into dance. To be honest, that um, you're admitting to. Well, yeah, that I'm admitted to. Hey, yeah. you you've seen me do the peanuts dance. You know I can rock that thing. That's um, very true. You know, Um, maybe Christmas party hasn't happened for me yet. So maybe with some beer (laughs) in me, that's only a few days away. If this is still rattling around in that brain of mine, who knows?
1: Yeah. Yeah, We shall see. Maybe maybe we'll see if we can get on video and then post it. Oh, that's 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 unlikely. Yeah. (laughs) Very unlikely. Uh, Yeah. I I make these promises now for well. They won't happen.
0: Yeah. But, but yeah, that, that's where it lives for me is like, it, it has, all of these wonderful, wonderful moments that I that I will remember. You know, I do always remember the song. I do always remember the dance number. I remember the Beethoven gag just because it tickles me no end. Yeah. Uh, and, and I remember Linus reciting the Christmas story. And I remember the sad, lonely old tree, because I think that's what everybody remembers about this, is integral yeah. to the plot. Yeah,
1: that's But
0: right. kind of the dressing around that, by the time I come back to it every time, is sort of vague and woolly and so I just enjoy it all over again and I really have enjoyed watching this all over again. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Um I may even watch it again before Christmas if I'm honest.
1: Yeah. Because it's, it's so short. Of, sure. Well that's it. And I mean I i I mean we watch some things and I go, yeah, I I'd put it on for my kids and they wouldn't A, they wouldn't sit still long enough to watch it. Um but B, they probably wouldn't get it or they wouldn't enjoy it. I think there's enough in this one I could put it I mean they're six and five. I could put it down I could put it on um, and they, I could, I could say that they, at least one of them would would get all the way through it um, and would enjoy it, and they'd be, you no, know, they'd be laughing along and they'd be dancing along and all the rest of it. Can't guarantee the other one because you know, short attention spans and stuff, but yeah, it's this sort of thing. I mean, I, no, I, I wouldn't dare put on, uh, I, I would, I'd put it on, but I wouldn't expect both of them to sit through Nine Before Christmas because of the length of it. Yeah. Um, no, I think that's an excuse because it's great and you know, it's the sort of thing that I would like them to watch because I don't. I need need people to talk to the stuff about and I don't know if I can influence them and get them onto good stuff rather than the shit they watch at the moment. More power to me. Um, But yeah, I could quite happily put this on. I mean, as well, I think it helps with the fact that I, because I bought it um, as opposed to getting off one of the less scrupulous websites that play videos. um, It's really good quality as well. They've, um, they've obviously remastered it. Uh um, Yeah. It's had a scrub. Um, I mean, it, it makes a real difference. Those, those less scrupulous sites. Um,
0: which as you know token disclaimer that we have every episode please go and buy this especially yeah, yeah, if it's yeah. about 50 but if you're interested um YouTube specifically has a split screen comparison of the scrubbed version to the I old version that. um and it's, it's it's fascinating it is so much more vibrant now mm. uh, it really is yeah so yeah. that that's on YouTube if you want it uh, but you are literally watching a
1: split screen yeah so bear that in mind um I, I was quite in, I might be quite interested to have a look actually. I might uh, go back and do that. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean I, I don't really think I've got much else to say about this. I mean, this was something that I mean we talked about last Christmas, um having done the Grinch and it's been you no know, it's been there it's been there or thereabouts in, in our minds ever since. Um so yeah, it's I, I mean I have enjoyed it. Um and to say as a result I now have six episodes of penis Holiday Specials to go back and have a look at. So I mean that's gonna be so look probably, out for next year's SMPD Halloween special, <laughs> quite possibly. Yeah, um, but yes, I mean, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a, a great twenty odd minutes. Um, that's how I, was, I was in the office. It was lunchtime, and when we when I have stuff to watch, as, as I've said many times before, I'll take my iPad in. I'll watch stuff on my screen, and have people asking me what I'm doing. Today I didn't have that. People were coming, standing behind me, and going, oh, "All right, okay." And would sort of loiter for two minutes until the rest of it wasn't wasn't handing over my headphones or taking them out so they could fuck off. There's something about peanuts. I think if you're our age or
0: there or thereabouts as well, there's something about peanuts where as soon people will almost instantly recognize it. And whilst they may not have thought about peanuts for a very, very long time, as soon as they're presented with it, like if they're walking past you and you've got it on a laptop, there is something that just makes people stop and go, oh, yeah. Yeah. There, there is. There's just something. There's yeah, some definitely. Sort of and it, as I say, it is weird because it was never, like, it was ever present in reruns when I was growing up. Definitely, it was yeah. always on, and it's permeated culture to the to the point of like I say, the fucking song from this episode, and everybody knows Snoopy because he's everywhere, and Joe Cool and. Red Baron and all of that, yeah. and, and even the way the teachers talk has become synonymous with people waffling. Now it's a noise that you make when you're bored of someone talking. <laughs> wah, wah 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 We all do it, um, <laughs> but I never kind of connected with it that much as a kid, and I and I don't think many of our generation did because,
1: you know, it it was pitched above our heads. It, quite was, frankly. it was. It was very American as well. Yeah. Um but and I think that, I mean that's something that's a lot of shows had the same problem uh yes. at sort of the time certainly when, when we were grow when we were growing up. Well we were a less Americanized culture then as well. well. Yeah that's it. And I mean I mean we there was always there were always American cartoons around there were always stuff going on and like you know most of the films we saw were American and stuff like that. But our cultural stand uh, standpoints were different, our references were different. Um and there there wasn't such because we only had three channels or four channels when we were growing up. There wasn't the overproliferation you get now. Whereas, I mean, some of the stuff the kids watch now—it's all bloody American accents, and they—they you know, there they are there are words that that uh, translate differently. Um, no, so they you know, lift an elevator and you know, crisps and chips and pants and uh, trousers and stuff like that. That any is, British like, kid calling
0: crisps chips is going to get their fucking head stoved in, and rightly deserves it. Yeah,
1: we have a list. We're we're making the rounds um Jesus Christ! Like, yeah, some but, but things.
0: Elevator and lift, I get. Lever, lever, I get. But
1: crisps and chips, fuck off. They're not yeah, even they're the same things. thing. Yeah, they're entirely fucking different things. But it's it that sort of things that they recognise that <clears throat> they they can be. You know, in depending on what they're watching and the origin of it, they can be synonyms. um <clears throat> But we didn't. We didn't really have that. So I mean, this is. Yeah. That may be another reason it didn't really uh, didn't really resonate with a lot of certainly people. I, I certainly think that's, that's part of it. Um, but yet, even though it
0: didn't, didn't resonate, as I say, there is something about it. Uh, if you're of our generation, you just can't walk past it. And no, every time it comes up, you know, when the new movie came out a year or two ago, I was excited for it. Still haven't watched it as it goes, but I was excited no, for here. it. You know, I'll, I'll still have at least a passing interest in anything, Peanuts or tangentially Mm. related to
1: peanuts
0: yeah um so yeah it's kind of got this weird little hold on us (laughs) as a generation i think yeah Um, you're right yeah i incidentally um i've made it all the way through this episode without ranting i was in the christmas spirit my cold's gone i was feeling nice and positive i don't think i've even sworn that much and then you had to go and drop the whole crisps and chips revelation didn't you (laughs) fucking ruined everything yeah well that's my job on the Grinch. Ruin Christmas. I, was, I was totally in the Christmas spirit. And then you just go and just wrench it out from me. Yeah, um, sorry. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, to, to bring it full circle, to go back to where we were, I think I think if you're of our generation, you probably already have seen this or at least know of it, in which case, yeah. go back and revisit it. If you've never seen it, please do yourself a favour. Please pick yeah, it up it this year. I, I genuinely mean it. I may watch it again. Um, before the season's out and then probably put it on a shelf for a couple of years but at, at £2.50 like yeah you the can't is... go wrong. And, and not only the, the the cost in actual money the time investment here is so short like I I can't think of anything better you can do with 25 minutes at this time of year honestly
1: I can't go I can't and watch it it's... yeah you, you'll thank us go and watch it it's wonderful yeah yeah that's it I mean yeah, it's it's the sort of thing. I mean, I'm quite happy to recommend to anybody who will listen. Um, you know me, I'll I'll generally talk anyone's ear off anyway. Um <coughs> excuse me. Um but yeah, I I can't say any more than that. Go go buy it for for two point fifty. You can't even rent it for cheaper than that. Just go fucking buy it. You you it's, you will thank it's, us. It's absolutely worth it. You know, when we've said go and buy
0: things before, it's been a case of like, oh, it's a tenner for the season or or whatever, and I'm saying, well, yeah, you know, it's five hours of entertainment or whatever. It's just 25 minutes, and it's £2.50. As Mark said, you can't even go and buy yourself a Christmas pint for £2.50. You can't buy fucking anything for £2.50, except maybe a bag of chips, not crisps. Um, (laughs) Oh, you can buy crisps as well for that. You can buy crisps as well. You can buy multiple bags of crisps, actually. Um, (laughs) But you won't get the same level of enjoyment out of them that you'll get out of this, and that's a bold statement as a crisp fan. Yeah, um,
1: but yeah, you, know, you, are, you are talking to no, you, you are listening to two formerly fat people. Um, and I was fat because of crisps. I squarely blame Beef Monster Munch for obesity. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, it's no it, to, to be uh, praising this over crisps is quite a high achievement.
0: Yeah, like that. That on 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 any kind of scale that we could score this on, that is about as abstract as it gets. <laughs> <laughs> but, That's about as awesome as it given gets. the be choice fair. between a Charlie Brown Christmas, a packet of crisps, or multiple packets of crisps, and a bag of chips, I'll take a Charlie Brown Christmas for two pound fifty, please.
1: Well, there you go. That's uh, there's no higher praise than that. Um, I mean, look,
0: it's Christmas. Fuck it. I'll go the whole hog. I'll buy myself the chips as well, and I'll eat them
1: <laughs> while I'm watching, watching.
0: Christmas. There you go.
1: Yeah, um, but yeah. So I mean, high praise um, if you want to talk to us about that but uh, same as always get in touch um you can email us smpd at ddpodcast.net uh, you can find us on facebook with the double down podcast network uh, on twitter at smpdpod. pod um but yeah get in touch um visit our website ddpodcast.net um, find our previous episodes our other shows and so on um yeah get in touch Let us not what you're, what you're thinking wish us a merry christmas tell us to fuck off whatever you want to do but um yeah by all means, get in touch uh but until next time Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Have a
0: good one, listeners, and we'll see you in the new year. Merry Christmas.